Hey y'all, it's Vic, and you are listening to another episode of the Black Chillerettes with Vic and Mai. Listen, if you've been following us on here, you can see that a lot of our episodes have disappeared. It is very unfortunate, we are very sad about it, but if you join our Patreon, they are all there, so you can have access to all of those previously posted recaps and bonus episodes. But we're going to be back on here posting our previews, so enjoy this one, and we'll see you on the Patreon. Three, two, one. Here we are. <laughs> no, I already, I already pressed it, but I just said. Oh, it again. okay. Hey guys. Hi guys. Oh my. Wait. Actually, we should actually. I mean, we're gonna have a real intro. Anyways, I was gonna be like, we should have a real intro because we have all these I new friends on our Patreon. We, we haven't put. I, I thought we. No, we will. We will have. We will have a new. We'll have like our intro section. But I was like, oh, we should have start. But that'll just be one of us, you know, like. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Here we are. <laughs> this is what it, this is what it is. Starting from a place of chaos as usual. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Happy fucking Thursday, I guess. Is it happy? I don't. There's just so much happening. And I know there's so much happening. Thankfully, the sun did decide to come back out because it's been a. The weather has changed in Chicago. Okay. And it's I'm not really happy about it. It's because the world is getting worse, okay? Weather is following yeah. suit. Uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's fair. We got a little sunshine today, but it was... It took me an hour to get home from rehearsal last night. Because oh, no. there was torrential downpours. The drive is 12, oh, yeah. 12 minutes. It's a 12-minute drive. It took me an hour. Oh, like, no. the highway was flooding, and I was I was on the phone with... Uh, Max and I said, uh-huh. uh, "How do you drive through flood waters?" And he said, "You don't." And that's how right. my evening went. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That's well, we're glad that you made it home safe. For sure, um, glad Absolutely. that you're you know sitting upright today. I know you've been putting your body through quite right. a bit the last few because you've decided. Uh, yeah, I've just dancer. been doing too much. God, you're a dancer. A dancer dances, huh? dancer dances yeah i keep having this um <laughs> this thought in my head because like you know yesterday was the first day of fall all that stuff mm-hmm. um if you don't watch rupaul's drag race you need to go to their instagram because they posted a clip of um of Ca- candy muse okay. <laughs> talking about how like someone's like oh i feel like like, you know, turn a new leaf, like whatever, like, you know, Newt's a brand new day. And Candy's like, turn a new leaf, what does that mean? And they're like, what What do you mean? What does it mean? Like, <laughs> it means, you know, you turn, like a new growth, if like starting a, a new leaf. Like, all there's this a no- dog in the backyard. What? That's not our dog. Oh. Excuse me. Someone's being in our yard. Hello? Now Simba's growling. Uh-uh. Right, I'm like, don't go out there. I mean, it's a beagle. I don't think the beagle going to attack this. I mean, true, but I don't know. I don't... Dorky poo. True, I mean. Okay, okay. there is a, should I, say, should I contact someone? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I never, never have I ever had a dog, so I don't really know how to. Go back to your eternal new leaf story. I'm so sorry. Anyways, they talk about candy like candy girl. You don't know what that means. And she goes, well, but if you turn a leaf over, it's the same leaf. <laughs> they're like candy. No. no. They're like, wait, 
you got a point. But anyways, that's just like what I've been thinking about with like the seasons. Like you can look at it like, wow, brand new leaf. Or you can look, look at it like, but this is the same, same leaf. Same leaf, different day, bitch. Right. It's the same leaf. It's truly. Ain't nothing new. That's what, how I've been feeling this week. You know, the news has, as usual, looked absolutely abhorrent. What's happening to mm-hmm. the Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas right now is disgusting. And if you have not already familiarized yourself with um, the resources that we've provided here, please follow the Haitian Bridge Alliance on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They are on the ground um, trying to assist those who are trying to get across the border so that they can be safe, protected, sheltered, and provide um, right. for their families and for their children. And right now they're separating children from their families. Families are being separated from one another and individuals are being... Yeah, so it's there's a humanitarian crisis at the border right now in Del Rio, Texas, and the Haitian Bridge Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is trying to raise funds so that they can help shelter, feed, clothe, uh, and transport and reconnect these families that are being racially attacked at this border. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's nothing else that we can call it. Mm-hmm. There are cowboys on horses with whips, right? Grabbing black men at the neck, right? Like what what else do we call that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and let me be very specific. It's white cowboys mm-hmm. on horses. Yeah. All right. Um, we have posted some resources on our Instagram page about what you can do. How can you apply pressure? How can you engage? There are plenty of in-person actions happening around the country. So if there's one near you, please attend. Um, if you have the capacity to call your congressional representatives and say, hey, what's good? <laughs> do something that Mm -hmm. would also be fantastic and you can also call the white house switchboard hit uh potus and the vp up and the department of homeland security and ice and be like we can see what's happening dog and this ain't it stop it right now right especially if we can stop these expulsion and deportation flights that are sending people back um to haiti with little to nothing exactly Ooh, uh, so that's one of many things. Obviously, tragically, Gabby Petito's body was mm-hmm. found in Wyoming two mm-hmm. weeks after she'd gone missing and would really encourage some of our listeners to go to the readout by, um, I believe, Joy Reed is her name. Okay. But she is a correspondent on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. She had a really interesting conversation with, uh, I believe, Derricka is her name. Okay. Is it... Shoot, I have to I have to remember her name, Derricka Wilson Wilson. Okay. I wasn't about to fuck that up. Okay. Um, but she has a conversation with Derricka uh, Wilson, and they talk about missing white woman syndrome because, mm-hmm. as many of us know, as awareness was, I mean, Gabby Petito's name took over mm-hmm. the media in it the did. in the last week. And I really hope that her family gets the justice they deserve. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have found her fiance yet. I don't. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Mm-hmm. There are no words for the level of disgust I have for this this situation, this right. circumstance, mm-hmm. especially watching the video of her talking to the police officers and seeing her look so 
clearly afraid of like for her life fearing for her life mm-hmm. and her safety but also trying to protect her partner yeah um and so it's very tragic the way this has ended but i mm-hmm. do hope that they receive the justice they deserve there are over 700 black brown and indigenous women and children and other folks that have gone missing in that same area mm-hmm. within the last decade right quite a few i believe well over 20 that have gone missing within the last few months mm-hmm. and that's gone unreported right mm-hmm. and so i i think you know gwen eiffel a, a, a former pbs correspondent had coined the term missing white woman syndrome but there's a conversation about when a white woman does go missing, mm-hmm. what happens to society? What mm-hmm. happens to a culture? Everyone kind of gathers around to be like, how do we, how do we find her? How do we right. bring her home? How do we protect right. her space? How do we uplift and honor her name? Mm-hmm. And when black and brown bodies go missing, there's usually a justification for where, why they've gone, mm-hmm. an assumption that they've gotten themselves into the situation, or there's no talk, no pursuing it at all. Right. Uh, which brings me to Jelani Day, who is currently missing, um, and the criminal justice system, law enforcement, they're doing nothing to help the family find him. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. So mm-hmm. all of that to say there's a lot going on this week, mm-hmm. which uh, is, is a lot to handle, especially when we're holding space in a podcast like yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Um but could not get into a recap without acknowledging that's where we're at and that's what we've been focusing on this week. Yeah, absolutely. It's been pretty heavy. So, yeah, like like we always say, like be sure that you're doing what you can to protect your peace, to, you know, you know, let yourself feel whatever feelings and emotions that you're in at the moment and not rush through those because um, that's super mm-hmm. important. Um. And hopefully and... for our listeners of color, you mm-hmm. know, we see, obviously, we, we share the experience of carrying, like, that burden um, of, of seeing the world say openly, we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Um, know that we see you. Uh-huh. We feel it. We're tired. We're feeling heavy. Um, protect your peace, like Victoria said, um, and know that you are not, you're not alone in this. And for those who do not identify as black or brown that listen to this podcast, we challenge you to engage where you can, um, be informed, and and do what you can to help raise um, underrepresented voices. Because they're there, they're speaking, they just don't have an audience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Whew. Yeah. Um. Hopefully we can offer the black folks some levity this week, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. There's really no easy way to transition into this. So it's not. Here we uh-uh. go. Just know that this episode <laughs> is for our black and brown folks that's listening. We love our white friends that are here with us. Yeah. But we are trying to have a little dose of joy for the people who are constantly, consistently being, you know. Barraged. What is the word? I don't know. Mm. Ambushed with traumatic news. Right. Um, so yeah. let's recap. Let's recap of the Bachelor in Paradise. Of the Bachelor in Paradise. Um. Yeah. So essentially, <laughs> I don't really care to talk too much about this first cup, 
10 minutes of the episode because I'm like, I don't. First of all, I said this last week. I'm like, Kendall, when Joe, when Kendall showed up to Paradise and was like, wanted to talk to Joe, wanting to get closure or whatever, essentially, essentially Kendall came back to Paradise to win Joe over, win Joe back. And when that didn't happen, I assumed Kendall would have gone home. But she did not, and and Ivan Me gave too. her a rose, and everybody was confused why Ivan had given Kendall a rose. Apparently, mm-hmm. we saw them kissing. I still have not yet to see that because I, I guess I can't pay I enough attention. I was just confused because I was just like, huh? It don't make no. She should have went. So I, it just didn't make any sense why she was still there. So the fact that we had to go through this whole 10, 15 minute opening sequence dramedy, I was like. Oh my god! Like this is too much. Like, we're... especially to like take into account, there was so much added in, added in voiceover. There was so yeah. much freaking biting. Like, yeah. you could hear it. Yeah. Um, and it's like you're really working to put something together here and wasting our time. Right. right? And it was like, yeah, Joe wasting really our... and using Ivan as a prop so that they can ensure that Joe uh, gets a storyline. Right. Yeah. Huh? It was just very much. It. It was just, yeah, I, di- I didn't like it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't. I also felt like Kendall was in a way like not smart, dumb for sticking around, you know, like if well, you should have just went home. Okay. If you if you knew that you weren't over him, if you can't like I, I don't believe that Kendall came to paradise to find love. I believe that she mm. came to paradise to get back with Joe. So you can't okay. switch your mindset that quickly of like having one conversation of like, I'm about to win this man back. And then he's like, psych, I'm here with Serena. Um, and then go to like, oh, well, I guess who else is here? No, that you that doesn't switch that quickly. So then now you were automatically setting yourself up for another heartbreak. And that's what happened because you unfortunately he wasn't feeling you no more the way he was feeling Serena. And I also, I think my question was, because I didn't really question Kendall's intelligence, right? Mm. I, and I think specifically, I, I probably have been in a situation similar uh, where I did really hope that a guy was going to choose me if I stuck around long enough. I sure. ain't bring nobody into the mess. And then sure. like, oh, like, yeah. I'll just mess with you while I wait for him. I ain't do that. Yeah. Um, but I also had a curiosity about what the conversation Kendall had with producers before coming onto the show. Mm-hmm. Because they had to propagate it and leverage it to her interest in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Uh, be it, you know, maybe they called her with a few days notice to be like, yo, you know, we're early on in our days of paradise and it seems like Joe still is struggling to be here because he holds so many memories of this space sure. with you. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did that because that right. was something they had at the beginning of the season, right? Absolutely, yeah. With Kendall thinking fully, I have a chance. Yeah. If I come on this this show, yeah. the producers have essentially offered me this pitch or this promise that Joe is stating that he has some sort of interest in me or maybe he's not over me, that there might be something there. Yeah. Otherwise, I think, you know, she might have found a way to try and reconnect with him before he got to paradise. That that was also, that was also well my question. Right. That was also my question, because I'm like, if she wanted to get back with him, why did she wait until paradise to do it? Like she had access to him 
before. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why wait until now when, when you run the risk of knowing that he could be in a relationship? Yes. I don't know. It all just didn't make sense That's to me. That's why I just, I wanted to like bring into question like why and how Kendall may have gotten there. Yeah. And who may have been making it so that Kendall could stick around. Um, because, hey, <laughs> they needed a little, they needed a storyline for our dude Joe and they need to, you know, amplify it and, and make it as juicy as possible. Right. Um, even as he's, you know, developing these feelings for, for Serena. Mm -hmm. Do I hate that Ivan had to kind of be caught in the crossfire of it? Yes. Yeah. I really do. Cause nobody, <sighs> I don't know, but, but take. I kind of feel like, I don't know. Like I kind of feel like, I mean, I could tell from not being on the beach and not, actually being in the presence of these people that Kendall was not over Joe. So yeah, I'm like, so sure. I, I feel like me personally, if I was interested in, in Kendall, I mean, maybe Evan's like, well, if she like Joe, she really gonna like me. Like maybe he thought like, Oh, I, like I could, I could work this so that like, she really falls in love with me. Maybe. But I'm like, it's a, I don't, it doesn't seem like the smartest decision to pursue a relationship with someone who is clearly super invested in someone else at the moment you know sure yeah i mean i get that i want i don't i mean i don't know ivan right personally, and i do feel for him that he keeps getting caught in yeah like in these relationships with the uh with women who very clearly end up interested like interested in someone else yeah but it reminds me of that excuse me that literary image of the black brute who is like considered like super helpless, not as intelligent, can't figure out who actually cares, mm -hmm. cares for him that they're using as a means to like tell this white love story. Sure. You know, or the, you know, this interracial love story, but sure. right, we're focusing on Joe in Joe and Serena's relationship. Yeah. We're not giving Serena much space. Yeah. Um, say for like, are you falling in love with him? You know, we're it's, it seems so specific to watch Ivan have to sit there and, you know, try to console Kendall and her. Obviously, yes, it's awkward for sure. That was a really cringy moment. <laughs> yeah. But him be like, hey, come here. Just trying to console her. And I'm like, no, no, it's it's awkward right now. It's she's so clearly not interested in you. Yeah. Which makes me immediately think about the fact that she's using him, mm -hmm. using his body, using him as a prop, as a means to potentially make Joe jealous. Right keeping him around just long enough. And mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. I don't want to see black men use. Right. No, like I, that. yeah, I completely agree. But I also feel like Ivan, like, not like you should have known better, but like, in a way it's like, I think that I mean, he, he should have known. Yeah. Like he, he should, I think he should have, he should have been more privy to that prior to getting okay. involved. I mean, I get that. He's like, I mean, not like, I mean, he is, I have to stay around. I have to, you know, be here to get a rose and like Kendall is my best option right now. Sure. I get that. But it's also like, uh, I don't know. Like, did you really think this was going to work out? She came here in for Joe, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I don't for know. Sure. Yeah. And I don't think we really saw many conversations happening between them. So I would have yeah. been interested to see what that dynamic was for him to semi be invested if he was at all. 
Um, also, apparently, Ivan sh- sh- sent out a tweet. I was going to say shot out a tweet, and that sounded oh. weird. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Saying, whoever gets my first interview after Paradise ends is going to get some gold from me. And I, mm. um, Somebody sent it to me and was like, yo, uh, I think it was, who sent, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yo, and I was like, Ivan don't want to talk to us. However, <laughs> Ivan, baby. Ivan, you know you got some fans over here, um, and you know you got, I mean, I also be, like, giving him shit for sure, but if mm-hmm. you're trying to come talk. We're here. I would love, I would love to talk to your hopeless romantic behind. Yes. I really would. We would love to engage with you. I know you're not going to give it to us, but still. But still. Might as well. Shoot our shot. Um. So, Kendall's gone. Bye. Kendall's gone. She gone. Um... So then, you know, we get some new arrivals. We get some new arrivals. Some we new get that, arrivals. You know. That oh, slow mo, so slow mo beach run with Demar and Ed. Uh, Ed has a new neck. Ed has a new neck. We're so happy for him. <laughs> um, we really are, cause like, it was it was very interesting was to see them, the traps. Know, what are those called? His yeah, traps. traps. Yeah. He was just going a little too hard. He needed to ease up, disperse. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, so he's got a neck. The, the physique is looking right. It's looking tight. Okay, they just okay, run Demar down the beach. Okay, Demar is also... Demar, Demar the, was looking sensational. The, the, the not soul cycle cycling that he be doing, be working. Um do. So, yeah, they here, and, of course, we know... Love that Lil John is... You know, Lil John is hitting his, his monologue. Int- okay, I love that he's doing this introduction. I really appreciate Lil John's presence here. Yeah. I would like Lil John to be here for the remainder of the right. season. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's he learned his lines. He hit his lines. Um, I'm telling you right now because we have what two more weeks, right? Yeah, I believe. So if we have two more weeks, like there's no one else they announce coming in right. to host. I know it's that gonna we were be like, Wells. oh, it'll probably be somebody. No, I want Lil John to stay. It's going to, oh, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be, what's his name? Dane. Who? <laughs> as, who I said, Dane? as I said on my story. No, it's Dean. I just forgot the man's name. Who uh, is he? Dean and Kaylin. They going to come in. Anyways, okay. that's another story. Um, Whatever. Damar and Ed come Demar in. Damar and Ed come and- in. And apparently. St- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, apparently, Damar is who Marissa came for initially. Um, That's what I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to bring up Becca, you know, Uh our resident Bachelor Nation podcast host, giving Uh us the rundown, Uh says that, you know, Becca said, Marissa Marissa told Mm -hmm. Becca that uh, she's been, she was waiting for DeMar, and I'm like, well, when did they have that conversation? Because Becca came in pretty early oh so how you how you know i mean she came in early but not i don't think early enough for there still to be conversations about yeah who you were hoping to see on the beach i could see it i could i could see her being like i I came here i would expect the question yeah but i had questions i was like how you know that yeah i i could see her be like oh yeah i really came in here like looking for damar but like you know, now I'm with Riley. Right. I really like it. Yeah, okay. I could see that being a conversation. I, just, um, I was just like, did the producers feed you this information, Becca? Yeah, huh? I mean, because you host a podcast. Hmm? Right. That also could be the case. Um, 
But yeah, essentially, um, you know, Jamar goes to talk to Chelsea first. Aaron's like yeah. feeling some type of way. They have a cute little conversation. He pulls Marissa. Riley's like, wait a minute, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Riley said he's not going down with a without He's a not fight. going down without like, a okay. fight. Cool. Okay. Uh, Ed pulls Natasha only. I mean, I'm sure he probably pulled other people too, but like, he, but we, don't we, we don't see it. We see Ed pull Natasha. And yeah, Marissa was straight up like, yeah, I came here for you. <laughs> But then he didn't choose her. I appreciate her. the honesty. He did not. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, um, yeah. He did not. Which I think and that she probably was like, I came here for you, but I'm really, like, we me just and Riley. See that part. Yeah, me and Riley is really, do, like, we're doing a thing. And, yeah. I think I think you're right. I was, I was really curious about that because the amount of conversation we really saw with Marissa and Damar, I was like, no. Because afterwards, when Damar chooses Chelsea, mm-hmm. Marissa's, all but sitting on Riley's lap. Right. <laughs> you right. Know what I exactly. Mean? So I do think there was more to that conversation yeah, that we did not absolutely. Uh, get to see. Mm-hmm. And I I was happy that, you know, Damar, you know, chose Chelsea. She yeah. was just in Arizona, my friends. Mm, she was just she in Arizona. She just got back from Arizona. Okay. I saw it was like a video of like folks in a dark club. And I was like, well, that's definitely Damar. And why the fuck else would you be in Scottsdale? Right. Okay. Mm. Okay. You're not hanging out with me and Victoria's friend, Bryce. Oh, well, I was like, who's in Arizona? Yeah. Um, interesting. That's tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's um, tea. And maybe they left with a really cool friendship. Yeah. I think they'd be a super cute couple. As they well. would be. Um, oop. Oh. Not yawning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, of course, Damar goes on the date with Chelsea and Natasha goes on the date with Ed, um, which everyone's excited about Natasha yeah. at first. And, you know, I was feeling a little bit like, mm, I don't know about Ed because last season I could not stand Ed. Like Ed was, was really getting on my last nerves because every time we saw him, he was fighting. He was throwing a fit. Picking some little man-child fight, and I was like, I can't deal with this. Um, so I'm thankful that Ed came in here, not only with a new neck, but a new attitude. We're so thankful. Wow. Wow. That was an incredible, incredible line, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you. A new, work. new attitude. He's, like, very, like, chill. Just, like, go with the flow normal. Like, we love that for you. So... It's like new neck, new me. What's new up? neck, new you me. Know? Love that. Um, so yeah, they go on. They, they go on. What happened? Oh no, I am intrigued by who they continue to bring in for Natasha. Yeah, because I'm like I don't care what folks say at this point. Like you're they they have to keep Natasha around. She's one yeah. of their podcast hosts. She is a black, dark skinned woman. Right. Um, she did not deserve how she was treated. Right by you know brendan and and piper by proxy but she still does not seem into any of the guys no she doesn't for her so i'm wondering is she a part of the conversations did she send them a list of who she's into yeah um who she'd be interested in meeting and if so were dr joe and ed on her list or they were just like oh we're gonna call these these yeah interesting yeah no very i wonder who was on her list yeah because she doesn't seem i mean her and ed seem to have like a decent connection but it's not romantic some, they have like a but it, yeah friendship it's just like, oh let's hook up it's very like i was getting very much like like 
I even wrote down, like, Natasha's like, uh, I mean, this isn't going to be forever whatsoever, but I mean, I've been through so much on this beach, so like, I might as well kiss this man who's got a, who's got a nice body and nice eyes. Precisely, yeah. You know? Especially knowing, you <laughs> so, know, I know Natasha was very clear. She was like, things got really weird once I let J- Dr. Joe know that yeah. Brendan was who did me wrong, who did right. me dirty. Mm-hmm. And I know Dr. Joe was like, I mean, I'd still be interested in pursuing that potential. It's like, love, I love you, Dr. Joe. I do. But you know that would be weird. Right. Yeah. You know it would be strange. You know it would be odd and unless, and I would love to see this because I do think Dr. Joe is fully capable of doing this, unless you are willing to challenge your friend and critique him on his behavior mm-hmm. and the ways in which he has perpetuated racism and colorism. There's nothing for you there with Natasha. That's right. That's not something you can work through. Your best friend is just a little racist and colorist. No, 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 no. Especially not with it coming out that Brendan said verbatim. He only likes black women that look like Marissa and Deandra. Mm -hmm. No, that's not something we can work through, my friend. Right. That's your homie. That's your homie. Stay with your homie. Go Mm -hmm. ahead. Be great. Exactly. So. I I appreciated watching Natasha get her yeah get her rocks off with right her. I, I yeah it looked fun I wasn't mad at it I was like go ahead girl like I mean yeah it's fun for the moment do what you got to do it would have been nice to see more of Chelsea and Demar that would have been nice their, their date but I yeah. understand that they're prioritizing Natasha because yeah because uh, storyline mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. absolutely. Uh, and it's not even that, and it's not that I understand it, and I think it's right. It's just like, no, this franchise just does not actually care about Chelsea having a potential love story or Demar having a potential love story. Right? Like y'all don't actually want to show this. Right? They right? didn't. You want to show the thing that helps connect the dots for the remainder of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, Jesus is right. Um, once again, it is me, Vic, and that's all we got for y'all over here. So if you want to hear the rest of this episode, please join us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Black Chillerettes. You can find all of our episodes there. You'll also have, find some bonus content, some access to resources. It's like a real good time over there. A Discord, it'd be popping up in there during the live episodes. So If you're not on our Patreon, you're really missing out, and I really feel that in my spirit. But that's all we have for y'all, so we will see you next week.